You are listening to episode 74 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what's blooming. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week on the podcast, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most and have a lot more fun in the process. All right, let's get started. Hello, how are you today? Oh, what is blooming with all of you? As I'm recording this, the first signs of spring have started. I live in Texas in the United States, and we have redbud trees that have started to bloom. And I even saw a couple of my friends sent me pictures that the blue bonnets have started to bloom. I'll tell you a funny story. Some years ago, um, I was taking a little road trip with my kids and I said, look, the blueberries are blooming. I get tongue tied sometimes. So exactly what you want in a podcast host, right? So let's jump in. I noticed a trend in the podcast. I was thinking about, you know, like, you know, what kind of things do I tend to cover a lot in the podcast? And I was thinking, oh, yes, it's pretty much always comes down to deciding what you want, and then supporting the mindset shift that's required to create what you want. Because creating what we want in this life is not just about doing. It's about what you think and feel is possible that activates the doing and activates the doing even when things seem tough, hard, or like things aren't blooming as you expected them to. A few weeks ago, a dear friend of mine taught a class, and she had this great metaphor. I just loved it so much. In that class, she presented two very straightforward, easy-to-understand questions that are incredibly powerful. And it was such a good reminder to me, these two questions, and I have been bringing them into my coaching practice a little bit more deliberately, and and especially in the coaching practice that I have daily with myself. And I just thought it'd be fun to to bring these questions in with a little bit of a springtime blooming metaphor to go with it. So what's blooming for you? What is going to be blooming for you this spring and why? Now think about it. What you have in your life is in great part due to the reactions that you've had and the choices that you've made. In response to your circumstances, your environment, it's so interesting to me that you can have, I look at family systems and you could have siblings and other members of the family who may be faced with the same similarities in environment and circumstances and make very different choices as a result because the way they're thinking about the situation is different. And I'm going to say something just right up front today. If life was a football game, we don't all start on the zero yard line in pursuit of the 100-yard line. Some people in life are born on the 99th yard line. (laughs) Some people are back at zero. We don't all have equal opportunities in life, depending on our cultural, systemic, and family systems. And... What we do with what we have, what we do in our mind, and then the choices we make makes all the difference in the kind of results you can create in your life. 
Recently, I read a book about success in midlife. It was interesting because this book was about strivers and people who have really been very ambitious and they find themselves in middle life facing what they call a decline, that they're maybe not as creative anymore or as energetic, or that maybe they don't get the same respect when they share ideas. And in reading that book, well, for one thing, I think a lot of that is if you think you're going to face a midlife decline, you probably may make some very subtle, maybe even subconscious choices to make that true. But it also, reading this book, I just thought, what a very interesting and limited definition of success our culture seems to offer us. I would say, having worked with a lot of different minds over the years, I think that you get to decide what your definition of success is. You get to decide if you want to play the same game that takes you to the 100-yard line. You really do get to decide as you grow and as you become more experienced in life and as your priorities maybe shift. And yes, as your physical attributes may change in response to your age, you always get to decide how you define success. So with all that, you know, set out at the beginning, let's talk about what's blooming in the garden of your life. Here are the two questions that my friend reminded me of. The first question is, how did I create the results that I have in my life? And the second question is, why don't I have the results that I want? All right. So what's blooming in your life generally comes from what was planted, either things planted by your circumstances, your environment, you know, larger systems, but then also what you planted with your choices, your behaviors, your habits. As I'm recording this, we're coming up on March. And, you know, maybe you set New Year's goals. Maybe you set quarterly goals. Maybe you set monthly goals. When you think about the goals that you've set, are you seeing the sprouts of life from your effort? Or are you noticing that maybe you're not seeing that many sprouts? because you haven't put in a lot of effort. So again, those two questions, how did I create the results that I have in my life? And why don't I have the results that I want? Well, when I look at the garden of my life, in the time that I'm recording this, I see things blooming. I see amazing fruit. And I see weeds. <laughs> so what is the fruit? Well, the fruit that has started to sprout and come to fruition is renewing my commitment to working out. At this point, it's probably maybe been two months ago, I noticed that I was negotiating with my calendar to get my workouts done every day. Now, I have a minimum every day. The very least I will do is a 10-minute yoga program. That's the minimum. Do some sun salutations and some downward dogs. That is my minimum commitment. But I also realized that when it came to my weights and cardio, I would put it on the calendar and then be like, oh, I prefer to do it at two. But it, oh, the, you know, my meeting schedule gets booked up. I finally decided to plant a new seed. <laughs> I planted the seed of workout first. So I get up, I brush my teeth, I suit up, you know, I maybe 
you know, we'll check a couple of things just to get warmed up. Or sometimes I even do those sun salutations in downward dog. And then even if I don't want to, because it's early and my body doesn't like it, I do the workout first. That is the first accomplishment of my day. And I'm telling you, I'm really liking what is sprouting from planting that behavior, that decision, and then planting the individual daily behaviors of workout first. It's easy. And what I'm noticing is that I'm feeling really reinvigorated again. Like when I know I've done my workout and it's already done and I don't have to think about it anymore. Oh, that feels amazing. And the, and the added bonus, the thing that I knew, but I forgot how powerful it was, is when I've got my workout done for the day, everything else is window dressing. It's gravy. It's the extras. Like doing this most important thing for me first is amazing. It, it gives me that, ha ha, totally crushing it. But I also have to admit, my dear podcast listener, there are also weeds in my garden. There are weeds blooming in my garden from behaviors and choices that I have been planting. I love bread. I do. I love fluffy, delicious bread. I love hotcakes and toast with butter. Ah, oh, it's just so wonderful. I love bread and bread does not love me. And I know people have said, well, try the gluten-free this and that. But I think just for me, I don't like what sprouts in my garden when I feel like I need to nurture my bread addiction, (laughs) my bread habit. So I am having to face the results I'm getting in my body when I eat things that don't seem to be very compatible with my current system, my current physical system. So I started asking those questions for me is like, how did I create the results that I have in my life? And why don't I have the results that I want? And I look at both of those examples, the fruit that's blooming from my workout habit and the weeds that are sprouting from my bread habit. It just cut out all the noise. It wasn't, well, I wasn't negotiating with myself. I wasn't deciding if I was a good person or a bad person or an okay person or someday person. You know, I think a lot of us have a someday person. When I asked those two powerful questions, it just cut out all the noise. I know how I created the results that I have, both the weeds and the fruit. And why don't I have the results that I want? Well, that's pretty clear to me too. So now let's talk about you. What would you like to have in your garden? What's blooming for you? What's blooming that you know for sure you planted it because you wanted it and every day you have been doing the behaviors to water and feed those sprouts that you love? And if you don't have the results that you like, is it because you haven't been planting? You haven't been doing the behaviors to make that goal come to life? Or maybe there are things in your life that you would like to stop or change. And you're just looking at, yeah, these aren't the results that I want because I've been choosing X, Y, Z instead. Why don't you have what you want in your garden? This is a very powerful question, and there's a little bit of teaching around it. It's a great question, unless, unless you use it to judge yourself. Please don't be a hater to your own self. 
If you can ask yourself why you don't have the results you want lovingly, it can connect you to yourself at a very different level. So loving, ask that question lovingly. Or, you know, like if you were helping a child figure out where something went wrong, or it was like a science experiment, you might be very gentle and say, all right, so let's let's look at what happened here. Let's build out the chain of events and let's look at it together and see what we see. So look at your own life and things that you don't want or things that you have that you don't want them there and just start being a scientist about it. I'll tell another story. I was working with a a client actually about this. And like I said, these questions were such a good reminder. In this situation, he was wanting a closer relationship with his partner. And the dialogue in his mind was, you know, kind of the typical, the, the stuff we're even socially encouraged to say, well, she's doing this and she's not doing that. And I want this and I'm not getting that the very standard, highly socialized way of looking at relationships, like, I want this and are they meeting my needs? But when we ask these questions, why do you have the results that you have? And why don't you have the things that you want? It really turned the focus in on his behaviors and his choices and his contributions or his decisions not to contribute and to withhold instead. It opened up the conversation in a very powerful, beautiful way. When I ask that question in, in my own coaching with clients, I I love that, like, how do I get the result? How do I have what I want? And why don't I have what I say I want? Sometimes what comes out of asking, why don't you have the results that you want? You come to realize it's because you don't want it enough. You don't want it at all, maybe, or you don't want it enough. It's not worth the trade. So think about your own life. We, each one of us, are in a certain body in some respects because of the choices that we made. There are obviously things that just come from genetics or circumstances, but also the way we take care of it. Those are our choices. We each live in a certain, you know, home. We each are in a certain career. We each are in certain relationships because of choices that we've made. And I think we can sometimes forget that. It's almost like we develop a little bit of amnesia, like, well, things just happen. And it just like we were just on one of those moving sidewalks, but we didn't get on it in the first place. So play with that this week. It's just thinking about Sometimes when you're not getting the results you want, it's because maybe you feel like you can't make a choice or you can't make a different choice. Or if you do make the choices to do the behaviors to get what you want, what you're going to lose is more than you're willing to risk. And I think it just takes a lot of mm, loving encouragement to be honest with ourselves. That is my invitation to you this week is to use these two questions. How did I create the results that I have in my life? Seriously, wherever you are, if you just look around your life and think about how much of it comes from choices that you made, whether you knew at the time you were making a choice or if it seems like it just happened, 
And then ask yourself gently with love, why don't I have the results that I want? And just see, are there things I could try? Small things. Are there things I need to discontinue? See what's blooming in your life. So spring is coming up here in North America. The new year is still new. There's still so much time in your life to plant. So, and enjoy the harvest of your dreams. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next week.